G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Lyle Shelton is the Managing Director of the Australian Christian Lobby and is joining me on the phone once again. Welcome, Lyle, to another week. Yeah, thanks very much, Tracy. It's certainly a week that people are focusing on terrorism, I suppose, at the moment with what's unfolded in Paris over the last few days. A lot of questions being asked, a lot of lives just snuffed out, claimed by ISIS, of course. So this is an extremist attack at its worst. I suppose, Lyle, people will now ask questions about Australia's intake of refugees in the wake of what Angela Merkel is facing because of one of those would-be terrorists said to have come through Belgium. Mm -hmm. Tracy, I think you've summed up the situation very well. I mean, this is just an unspeakable uh, tragedy. Uh, It's barbaric. It's an abomination. And I think we're all shocked to have seen the images uh, being beamed into our televisions and onto our smartphones from from Paris as people were just uh, gunned down mercilessly. Um, In in regard to refugees, I guess the situation in Australia is a little bit different to Europe where the borders are essentially uh, open uh, in many countries and and Germany in particular has opened its borders to to a flood of people coming in. Um, In Australia, we've managed to to get our borders under control and uh, we're able to bring in Syrian refugees, which is a good thing. And of course, um, they're coming through the processes where um, very rigorous security screening is being conducted. So I wouldn't hold the same fears with regard to Syrian refugees coming to Australia, um, particularly as, as the government has indicated they want to preference those who are suffering the most persecution, which uh, in most cases uh, will be Christians or, or Yazidis. Let's talk about, though, concerns that are in the marketplace about how refugees are vetted and how Australians can be assured that that we will be safe, even though that vetting process is taking place. Yeah, look, um, I think even in the midst of um, tragedies like this, we still have to retain uh, confidence in in, in our governments uh, and uh, our security uh, forces and, and border protection mechanisms. Um, I, I, I think it, it's important not to, to jump to conclusions, uh, although it's legitimate to ask questions. But, but our situation here really is very different to, to Europe, where um, there is a, a land bridge and, and people are, are finding their way in huge numbers uh, from the Syrian uh, conflict uh, into, into Europe. Um, here, you know, we're, we're looking at bringing 12,000 Syrian refugees um, who have been selected uh, through UNHCR processes, um, vetted rigorously by um, Australia's security um, personnel. So I, I do think we're in a, in a different situation with regard to that. I, I think we, we should still continue to be generous towards refugees, um, but uh, we do have a different process to that, which is in Europe, which um, I think gives us a lot more confidence. 
We've seen in recent weeks, of course, Australia's government under the microscope for all the wrong reasons, the leadership change after leadership change after leadership change. What do you think now of the performance of the government from both sides, federal government being Malcolm Turnbull and opposition being uh, Bill Shorten, in their response to what's what's occurred in Paris? Look, um, I saw some of Mr Turnbull's uh, comments uh, on the news over the weekend. I think he's responded uh, very appropriately. He he has uh, suggested that um, Islamic State needs to be destroyed. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, I think um, this is going to galvanise uh, world leaders. Um, I think what we're seeing is that um, simply trying to contain Islamic State through airstrikes uh, is, is not enough. It, it clearly has... Uh, a base from which it can launch terrorist operations and project uh, terror uh, right into the heart of Western cities such as Paris. And, of course, we've seen it on a smaller scale uh, here in Australia with the uh, Lid Cafe and with the um, the shooting of a uh, police staff member in Parramatta recently. Um, So this terrorist state um, does need to be destroyed. And um, it's, it's interesting to see Malcolm Turnbull speaking like that, um, I, I certainly hope it does galvanise uh, world leaders to um, to up the ante on their response to uh, IS. It's it's very difficult, of course, because uh, they have civilians Im- embedded uh, in uh, Syria and Iraq where they control territory. So this is um, a very very difficult issue uh, to confront. And Bill Shorten says this is not the time for politics. He's standing behind Malcolm Turnbull and his stance on ISIS. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, in credit to uh, Bill Shorter and the Labor Party, they have uh, been bipartisan all along, both uh, when Tony Abbott was Prime Minister and, and now with Malcolm Turnbull. Um, Labor has supported uh, Australia's deployment of of uh, the Air Force uh, to the region to assist uh, in the effort there to, to contain uh, Islamic State. Um, I think it's interesting to see commentators uh, today saying that uh, we really do have to address... Um, in, in, with greater resolve, uh, the ideological roots of this, and there's no doubt that in extreme Islam, they are able to quote the Quran uh, to justify uh, their actions here. Um, this really has to be taken on uh, with, with a lot uh, greater rigour, um, uh, so that uh, young people and, and, and uh, potential terrorist recruits uh, aren't recruited uh, using Islam as a justification. We've seen memorial services uh, taking place in Paris, of course, at the Notre Dame Cathedral. There will be memorial services right around the nation in capital cities over the coming days. I believe there's one in Sydney and one in Melbourne at least tonight. Certainly much prayer needed for those who have been injured in these attacks and indeed for the families of those who have been left behind. Yeah, um, look, I I was just really um, pleased that in our church yesterday, one of the first things that we did uh, was our pastor... Uh, got us all to stand and to pray for the situation in Paris and France. And I'm sure that was occurring in um, thousands and thousands of churches all around Australia. And there's much need too for various issues to be prayed about that are happening in Australia at the moment. Touch briefly for us, Lyle, if you can, please, on this situation involving the Anti-Discrimination Commissioner in Tasmania. Yes, um, this is uh, quite a serious issue, Tracy. Um, uh, quite separate, of course, to this terrible news in Paris, but um, in, in Tasmania last week, uh, last Friday, there was a development in the um, complaint that's been made against uh, the Archbishop of Hobart, Julian Porteous, who, who, along with Catholic bishops all over the country, distributed a pastoral letter just outlining the church's teaching on marriage. It went home 
to the parents of um, children enrolled in Catholic schools, um, just to explain uh, where the church stands on the issue. It's, it's very beautifully written. Um, it's, it's not offensive in any way. It says what uh, you and I would believe about marriage and its importance to children in particular, uh, that they should have a mum and a dad wherever possible. Um, this has been the subject of a complaint by a transgendered um, candidate for the Greens political party, Martine Delaney. And uh, on Friday, the anti-discrimination commissioner ruled that... Um, that uh, Archbishop Porteous and the Catholic Bishops' Conference have a case to answer, and this is likely to go to court. Now, this is quite chilling because the idea that you might end up in court for simply talking about the Christian view of marriage uh, is, should be a worry to any Australians who believe in freedom of speech. Certainly, given that we're looking at a plebiscite or a referendum after the next election on the issue. Well, well, that's exactly right, Tracy, and, and uh, we're very concerned that um, if the uh, same-sex marriage political activists are going to try and use anti-discrimination law to shut down debate, then how on earth can we have a fair plebiscite? We simply can't. Um, if, if you're going to be taken to court for distributing literature, uh, which respectfully outlines the case uh, for why marriage should be preserved between a man and a woman, then um, this uh, plebiscite process is going to be tarnished. Um, this is a big issue, and uh, I'd encourage people to, to really watch this case very carefully and to consider what's happening in Australia. I don't think any of us ever considered that people would end up in court, uh, not least uh, Catholic bishops, for simply uh, teaching the church's position on, on something as, as basic as marriage. Once again, it seems like the battle is far from over. Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby, thanks again for your time on the phone today. Pleasure, Tracy. Thanks for having us. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.